Hey, this is Dave. This is Tim. And this is Dave and Tim. No, okay. and Dave. I got Tim and Dave. I, yeah. Yeah, okay. This, well, we testing. should actually add that into the show. Hello, everyone. Hey, guys. This is Tim. And this is Dave. This is Tim and Dave. So, David, I've been noticing a weird thing lately. Oh, God. Is this about my hair? No, it's not. Well, yeah, but I'm not going to bring it up okay. because I know how sensitive you are about it. Oh, well, it's something totally different. Okay. It has nothing to do with how weird your hair looks. Look, my right hair now. is great. Stop this. Okay. So on sunny days, <laughs> I've been seeing a lot of people with umbrellas. Hmm. And I mean, maybe in the past I've seen it, I don't know, once or twice. Right, right, right. So much so that it didn't even register with me. Right. But this year, even just the last couple days, mm-hmm. it's registering with me. I'm seeing it all over the place on a sunny day. People just... Walking around with an umbrella. Are so, you noticing that this uh, year? Well, it has been raining a little bit lately. No, no, no. It's not. It's this. It, they have it because of the sun. Uh, well, and do I, did you ask them, like, "Hey, ma'am or sir?" No, that's the craziest thing. Why I've do ever you have an heard. umbrella up there in the sun? Like, I mean, they're going to kill I, me. I think you're finding the action of having the umbrella crazy. I know. So no, what, I, what I'm I saying is, why? I'm, what I'm saying is, why would be? Why would asking someone? be crazy if you're you thinking you, that you don't just ask stuff like that like I'm, yo man well you got that umbrella <laughs> very aggressively why are you wearing those pants sir yeah <laughs> those please, are awful they don't match please take them off right now no so, like i know why they do it yeah like, right it's not functionally it's not like i'm bamboozled right right, right right because they want shade they don't want the sun mm-hmm. it makes sense yeah but i've just not really seen that before but i'm seeing it a lot this year um is it in you, the city you just you're seeing it noticed. are you seeing it in the city mostly in the city on the bus like in you know suburban areas even wait driving it, by. like literally on the bus no not have the on umbra- the bus okay. but like i'm on okay, the bus that that would be and crazy I'm at bus that stops, would be crazy and i'm seeing people with their umbrellas out huh it's like a parasol yeah although yeah that's not right. If you want a parasol, don't use an umbrella. Buy a parasol. I think that's true, too. I because think... parasol and the word for umbrella in French is parapluie. Mm. Pluie meaning rain, which is what you have an umbrella for. Right. Sol meaning sun, which is what you have a parasol for. Ah. So you can't tell me <laughs> that they're meant to be the same thing. No, because sir. Because they're well, not. I won't cross that line. If you want it, you cannot use a parapluie <laughs> for the sol. Oh, You need God. a parasol. Yeah, that would make sense. But you're not noticing this anywhere. No, no. So I'm at not. All. I'm not. Well, I'll, I'll say this, and under the context that I that I've seen, I think, <laughs> goodness, maybe I see. Now that I'm thinking about, it, I think I may have seen one person out noticing. of context, and uh-huh. I will. And and I, listeners, do us a favor and start being on the watch for these umbrella. Make sure you're asking enthusiasts. when you see. Like, <laughs> yo, what the hell are you doing with that umbrella? Well, I know, I know, it's common among. Um, um, uh, uh, certain trends in asia to do that um it's like a fashion thing that and the fact I mean, that i have well, seen a couple asians doing it right. but it's not like it hasn't been predominantly asian well the, it the, seems to cut across all demographics well I, i've never i mean i don't think it's been in quote-unquote fashion to do so mm-hmm. in, a, in the in the western world probably since i don't know the 18 good long while yeah. yeah uh maybe the maybe the trends that you're seeing in the asian communities or uh overseas because i know the korean culture is becoming huge right now popularized mm-hmm. um not to say that that in the Jap- during the Japanese culture times, uh, when, when people were trying to really like that stuff, that that uh-huh. was also emulation. But what I'll say is this. Uh, I know that they do that predominantly because the the sun uh, makes them tanner, and mm. they want to keep that pale, pale skin, and that's mm. why a lot of... Whereas in the Asian- West... This sort of idea was that you want to be tan. Well, nowadays, right? Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's that's not changing. Is it changing? That's not going to change know. anytime soon. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I, I honestly don't know. I know. I know. Skincare products are 
um, becoming ver- much more popularized. I think a lot of Korean skincare products are a really big thing now. Hmm. Not saying that people didn't have skincare products beforehand, but there's like a there's like a regiment. There's like a a, um, a regiment of skin products that are done. You have your exfoliator, your hydrator, your your something, your mask, your bada boom, yeah, your bada yeah, boom, yeah. and it's all like this different stuff. And it's been really popularized by Korean. Uh, cosmetic groups. Um, I just mm. I see a lot more Americans talking about it lately. So that could be it. I, I I don't know, but you know what? I will keep an eye out for keep these out. these faux parasols. I'm going to start asking people. You know, we should we it's should be very aggressive. <laughs> Say, you, what yeah. do you think you're doing? What do you think you're doing? Is, is that UVA or UV ray uh, protection right UVA. there? UVA. What is UVA? Is that University of Virginia? Oh my god! UVA? Let's not let's not even go there. I'm not okay. even opening up that Pandora's box right now. Like. <laughs> That'll be a whole completely new podcast. Well, I mean, you've been observing that lately, and I've hmm. been observing... What have you been observing? Uh, spending lots of money on things, um, mostly things I don't want to spend money on. We can't talk about this on the podcast, David. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it's it's interesting. So I, I bought new tires, okay? Uh-huh. Everyone hates doing this, whatever. I rook them, they rook me. Rook. Uh, you never heard of that expression? No, I haven't. Rooking? No, is it from no, chess? It's from chess. Cool. You know how sometimes like you're not paying attention, paying attention uh-huh. uh, to to the chess game, and the rook pieces are very valuable, mm. right? And sometimes when you get rooked, it's like, oh, why didn't oh, I see wow. that? And the rooks can go up, um, um, up, up into the side up, as up, much as they can, up, up and down or side to side. Uh-huh. So they can go. They can't go diagonally. That's the yeah. only thing they can't do. And oh. and they can castle. And they can castle, correct, with the king. But rooking is usually done for when, oh, like, I totally didn't see it. But so it's been translated to in, like, colloquial yeah. terms. Like, like you screwed him over. Exactly. Uh-huh. So the car dealers, or pet boys, rather, rooked me. I, I rooked them, mm. and then I kind of rooked the, I, I rooked them, and then they kind of rooked me because I had mm. to go back because a sensor wasn't working. So you've just been, you and these mechanics have oh. just been rooking each other <laughs> just all week long, it well, sounds Well, I will like. say this. I did get some dang good reading in. And we're nice. going to talk a little bit about that Ooh, today as well. I like that. Uh, but... So so what happened was, and this is where the story kind of only has its upswing to mm. it. I had my TS uh, TPMS, which is a tire pressure measuring system, mm. light go on. Monitoring system? Correct, yes. So ah. it just tells me whether or not I have a flat tire. Okay. And I, I noticed that, yeah, my tire is getting flat, and mm. I need to quickly go get it aired up. Uh, so I go to one place. It's air machine doesn't work. Go to a Wawa. They don't have one. And I was like, <laughs> all right. So then I'm just driving around and I pop by this one gas station, gas station slash mechanics, which are probably the diciest of all. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. I'm like, I have my Fellini gla- sunglasses, sunglasses on. Uh-huh. Take them off. Put down the window. And I said to the guy, hey, do you guys have an uh, air compressor I can use? And uh-huh. the guy was so welcoming, so kind, so nice. He's, and uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, you're insulting his business model. Then, and then you learned a thing oh, or two well, about the you guy. Know, it's, it's, you know, don't judge a book by its cover. Exactly. Like, but with mechanics, I just don't trust any of them. Okay. Um, so anyhow. You're a racist against mechanics. No, it's not. Uh, probably it's. Um, hate the race what, 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 what would be, what would be discriminatory prejudice against the mechanics, profession? Yeah. What, what, would be, what, would, what would that be considered? How would, was there a word for that? I don't think so. Guild? Guild, no. Guildist? Guild, I'm a Guildist. Guildist. I'm a Guildist. There we go. I just coined a new word. Thank you. Uh, so he then, long story short, said, I'll help you out with this, man. Mm. He took my tire to see what was wrong with it. Completely busted. It was dead. Like, there was this huge hole in it I didn't even realize on the side of the wall. It was, it was ridiculous. Uh, took off the tire, put the spare on, bolted it up, all this stuff. And I was like, this guy right here is doing the freaking carpet for me here and i'm like i'm gonna pay out the ass for this you know uh-huh. what i mean like i'm gonna pay a lot of money for this 
I I say, so how much are you charging? And the guy said to me, absolutely nothing. Whoa. What a guy. People need to help people, he said. And I was like, dude. And I I, I offered him a $20 bill. He's Uh like, nope, nope. I'm fine. Don't need it. It's fine, you know. This is what people should be doing. Is for this one in another. Westchester? This was in Newtown, huh. Newtown, um, or yeah, yeah, Newtown. And I was like, I was just completely baffled by it. And Newtown Square. Yeah, I think that's different from Newtown. Oh, uh, Newtown Square, then I guess. Okay. Yeah. 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 And so I just started thinking to myself, like there was an image that passed through my head. I remember during the recession, hmm. uh, my dad and I were doing some odd jobs uh-huh. to just. Yeah, help you know increase some income because you know the recession was terrible on everybody. Mm. So we were driving down to the D.C. area from Philadelphia. I remember this. Yeah, yeah to yeah. get a fence. Uh-huh. We were going to put in, a, uh, help redo uh, uh, someone's fence, mm-hmm. and I was going to work on some of their IT stuff with the router. Uh, my dad was working on the fire alarm system, so we we had like a, this job set up ready to go. Mm. And on the way there, we see a car on the side of the highway um in distress and uh-huh. this highway on particular yeah. was um very narrow like the 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 side rail was very narrow hmm. and turns out there was a you know two uh ladies in the car uh-huh. whose car uh, tire got busted out so my dad risking life and limb for these two people mm-hmm. um with all these cars swerving by extremely dangerous now that i'm thinking about it hmm. You know, gets the tire off, puts it on, puts a spare on, helps the person out, and they offer him money. And my dad refuses at first, and they keep on offering him the money. And then it's huh. one of those situations where it's kind of awkward, where it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, well, you know. So he just takes it. Nice, how but, much? It was like twenty bucks. That's why, <laughs> and that's what I offered the other yeah. guy. And you know, that reminds me of something you might remember. All right, hold on, hold on. Let okay, me finish okay. my story. Finish. I thought you were done. Long, no, I'm never done. And, <laughs> the point is, sure. and, we, and you always interrupt me, but I always interrupt you. Mm. It's a copacetic relationship, yes. you parasite. Uh, Oh. Go ahead, David. Go ahead. <laughs> Anyhow, long story short, I started thinking to myself, like, you know, paying it forward. The idea of just doing good for the sake of doing good. Mm. And I, you know, the economy has improved, thank God. Mm-hmm. I think people are, are less in need of money and things of that yeah. nature. Uh-huh. I mean, like, for God's sakes, when teenagers, you know, are are freaking able to get summer work around anywhere, you know, it's it's just, it's just better. Mm. Unemployment is around 4%. So I just, I don't know. I just started thinking about the upside. I mean, the whole backlash situation i had to buy new tires and that was a pain in the butt but i just think you know listeners i think there's always like a silver lining to things and i think also i I just that's just another example to me about you know this doing good for the sake of doing good you know Mm -hmm. what i mean there's there's no maybe as you said karma in the world yeah yeah but you know i i think i think maybe through the through the kindness and actions of others, there's an energy that flows of positivity, and I, that kind of revolves to me in my understanding of just just be a good person. I don't know. I'm not saying I'm benevolent, but I just thought it was an interesting yeah. parallel. So that reminds me of uh, remember back when we were living together in Westchester, right? Yep. We were driving somewhere. I don't remember where, mm-hmm. but on the way back from it, we passed this car. Yeah. And you noticed something wrong with their tire. Do you remember this? Oh God. And keep like going, you were like, going. I gotta tell them because it was like apparently I wouldn't have known. Right, right. But you saw it and you were like, that's actually really bad. That right. can really screw them over while they're driving right. and put them in a bad situation. Right. So you're like, I gotta tell them, and you rolled down your window. But just as you did that, the light turned green. So you were like, I got to tell him anyway. You, we got to follow him and try to get next to him at some point. Do you remember this yet? Oh, God, keep telling and me. And like, we were driving like a couple blocks. You were trying to get in the right position to tell them about right, it. Right, right. But you couldn't. And then we finally got to like a red light with each of us next to each right, other. Right, and right. you were able to roll down your window right. and like shout it over to them. And it was these two girls and they were like really weird about it. I guess they noticed you following them and they were like... <laughs> 
Who is this guy? What's he trying to do? Oh my god! And I was trying to tell us something, <laughs> and then you sounded this. over and explained the problem, and they were like, "Uh, okay, thanks," <laughs> and they just drove off. <laughs> I don't you don't remember? remember? <laughs> I don't remember this at all. Wow, God! You should have prepped me for this story. I probably could have added on to it. Hopefully, you remember at one point. Oh, Jesus, you know, my dad was the same way. Like, he yeah, literally yeah. would just. If but he, you were like hardcore, like <laughs> got to, got to get to him. Got to I don't even know they him. were girls. I, I don't remember. I don't even think we would have known they were girls. So that would be the. I don't remember either. But like they were, they were, they were so awkward. Like, well, oh, I mean, let's okay. be fair here. I mean, they. I mean, God, that's the precondition of just random people in cars trying. And you were driving. You're like crappy Ford Taurus. And Yo, that like, Ford Taurus <laughs> got us got us places by 1999. Like, who's this guy driving Lima, green, Lima being green Ford Taurus. Ford Taurus driving <laughs> blocks and blocks and blocks trying to get next to it. And then how, when you finally That's do, how you get the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Whip out that Ford Taurus, you know? Hey, and ladies, aggressively. You like, my, you like my wheels? And aggressively follow them block by block. <laughs> Well, yeah, maybe, you know, I just, I, I, I've been in that situation where just, you just wish someone would have just gave you a warning of, of, of some sorts where it, like the car got blown up. Like, yeah. you know, if I, blown again, up. I always live in the situation where if I were in this situation, mm-hmm. I would want someone to help me out. And, yeah. Vice versa. If a person I cared about, like a lot of times when I see individuals that are around my mother's age, mm-hmm. and, and, and 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 like they are needing of whatever. I mean, I would do it regardless. But uh-huh. I was thinking, I hope one day if my mother or my whomever needed help, yeah. that somebody would take up the, the arms to, to do such things. Uh-huh. And I think too that goes and relates back to the idea that for for evil to prosper, good mm. men must do nothing. Do nothing yes. And I was think that Franklin Benjamin. God, Franklin. I don't even know. I just know like probably a lot of people for said sure. It, and I think I think too. It, it's it's the circle of 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 community. It's a circle of 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 just being able to be in a place where people are helping people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyhow, back to what I was saying about getting some free time to read. I've been reading. Mm. Um, I've been reading the narrative of Frederick Douglass. Uh-huh. Um, I'm teaching a class this uh, this uh, summer at a at a state uni- a local state university, and uh, I have that as part of my my required reading for mm-hmm. my students. And uh, so I'm, I'm reading through, and I don't think I've ever read all of Frederick Douglass's narrative. Have you? I don't think I've read any of it. It's not that long. You can borrow it if you like. It was mm-hmm. only like seventy pages. Anyhow, um, a lot of thoughts came to my head. Like I, mm-hmm. I know the story of Frederick Douglass. You know. Uh-huh. I know a lot of interesting, you know, facts about him uh, and his story, uh, but just just reading through it, just it just it's just because it's a firsthand account of his of mm. his life. You know what I mean? And I I think America loves an underdog story, mm. and Frederick Douglass is the epitome of the underdog story yeah, in America. Yeah. B- born into slavery, mm. ver- didn't know his father, or at least he didn't know whom his real father was. Some speculated that it could have mm. been the, the the master he of the plantation. Him. Yeah, right. And um, but eventually, just out of pure tenacity, uh, in, uh, ability, and I'd say a lot with luck, because mm. a lot of times in life, some things just happen. Like mm-hmm. it is just not saying that one does not work for the things they get. But I'm saying it. What? <laughs> but I think there is definitely there's luck. To, I mean, right place at the right time. Mm. This is wrong place yeah. at the wrong time. Yeah. But he he uh you know just 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 the fact that he, he just did what he needed to do to get to survive was just just fascinating. And I I thought about it in this way too because he he made an interesting parallel. Now here's my speculation on the narrative. Speculate. Speculate. Right. So it read very whimsically, mm. which means I'm not saying it, none of it happened. I'm almost. Oh like, man, you're calling no, out no, no, Frederick no, no, Douglass no, 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 here. No, 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 no. I'm sure some historians or some literature 
culture experts probably have also talked about this uh-huh. because you got to remember what was the purpose of that narrative. What? It was supposed to be a flagship, you know, publication for abolitionism. So they needed uh, to spice it up to make it a little bit more yeah. literary, you know, hmm. rather than this happened, this so happened, some this happened. artistic license, think, perhaps. But not so much in the facts of what uh-huh. happened. I just think in the way it was presented. Okay. So he he made a point where when he went to Baltimore. To work as a as a, as a as a quote unquote house slave hmm. uh, for for his for a relative of his owner, uh, he liked it there. Obviously, it's much better than the plantations, right? Uh-huh. So he had to go back for various reasons to the plantation a little later after his life, and he made the parallel of once you have tasted freedom, hmm. or once you have tasted what life is like off of the plantation, he could not relate to the slaves, and he sometimes. Uh-huh. Well, he was a slave himself, but the plantation slaves. Yeah. And he even said, I wished so much while I was hungry, while working the fields, uh-huh. that I had been ignorant of what was else out there. Yeah. And it uh-huh. was kind of parallel to Plato's analogy of the cave. Hmm. Uh, so for our listeners... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for I our listeners, you can, you, can you tell us for our listeners what that analogy is? Well, isn't the idea that people can't really see how things really are? That's all Plato's whole philosophy because he has the platonic forms and what we interact with. In the corporal world, doesn't totally correspond to what the reality is, right? Until we so his, did, until we get enlightened. Yeah. Right? So his idea of wasn't it? He likens life to people being chained to a cave, and yes. they're looking at the cave wall, right. and the, and there's a fire behind them, right. and they see like the shadows cast by the fire on the cave Correct. walls, yes. but they can't see what the actual real things are that are causing the shadows, which is themselves. Yeah. And then some people unchain themselves from mm. such ignorance and go to the outside the cave and then see what the truth of life really mm-hmm. is. And out of by wrestling naked at the gymnasium. Well, that's what the that's what Plato was yeah, all about. I'm well aware what Plato was into. <laughs> that's, that's what you got to do. So to see the real forms always goes back to that, too, Tim. Um, <laughs> you got to talk to somebody about that. Not in this podcast, though. Um, anyway, not there's anything wrong with that. But the point is, is that. Uh, when you are enlightened or if you find new knowledge, you want to go back to the people that you grew up with and say, uh-huh. hey, yo, this is this is real. This is this, this is the real deal. Yeah. But you can't go back because people aren't going to believe you. They mm-hmm. need to make that decision on their own. And you don't feel comfortable going back uh-huh. because you know all of it's the, inside that cave is all just shadows and nothing. So then the philosopher or the enlightened individual goes out of that cave with a panged burden on their heart, knowing that the freedom to know what's true is liberating, but at the same time a crooks because you can never go back to that ignorance that you once had because you know it'll only be a lie. Hmm. So Frederick Douglass in his narrative was saying I could never go back to that ignorance of what life could be like if I was uh-huh. just a plantation worker and at times I wished to have been that way. And I think a lot of times too people think that way. We wish we didn't know the truth or we yeah, wish yeah. we didn't uh-huh. know like Sometimes, you know, I, when I'm having my low days, I'm like, I wish I just didn't think of anything. I just wish uh-huh. I could just do this X, Y, and Z. I think a lot of creatives actually do mm-hmm. that, uh, saying, I just wish that there was nothing there in the sense of I want to do X, Y, and Z, and I'd be okay with the status quo. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. I think a lot of people in life are okay with those sorts of things. Granted that they want to do different things in life or exciting adventures, mm-hmm. vacations, but I think I think it's, it's, it's indicative of people who have seen something new. It's like saying, I am... Um, High-speed internet. I could uh, never go back to dial-up. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So, But before, people lived with it just fine. Yeah, for sure. Well, then again, the web wasn't as well, the thing database, that, I too. mean, it's like, it's pretty well psychologically verified that, like, 
what really gets people down isn't necessarily bad experiences, but knowing they're in a bad experience for an inevitable reason. Like, it could be different is what messes people up. Right. Not, this is what it is. That's not what messes people up. What messes people up is knowing what could be different. Like, for example, the number one um, driver of young men committing crime is like, this is very, very well verified in the psychological, sociological literature, is inequality. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, if you're mm-hmm. a poor person just mm-hmm. surrounded by other poor people and yeah. you don't know anything but, mm-hmm. it doesn't really mess with people psychologically that much. Right, right. But if you're a poor person and there's plenty of rich and well-off people around, mm-hmm. that messes pe- that messes hmm. with people big time. Hmm. So it's not so much about what position you're in. Right. It's about what position you're in and... What alternatives those. you know exist? Right, right, and I think too that's a that's a, I think that's a, that's poignantly put put mm-hmm. Tim, and I think too that that is kind of the premise of what I think Frederick Douglass was trying to get at. He uh-huh. saw the you know what life was like in Baltimore. He also saw the other side of of the slave owners and what yeah, their lives yeah. were like, and uh-huh. he was like, you know, I think it too when he he made a very interesting point so when he became skilled in a trade and they mm. wanted to keep him in baltimore he what was, was a, his trade uh, he was a caulker for the <laughs> oh my god Tim. <laughs> he caulked books boats <laughs> did he caulked did he yes okay the point is he was Caulking making he was boats. making a living he was making money off of a trade he caulked on the high seas he, <laughs> can we have one conversation between <laughs> you and i tim that's not jovial <laughs> and juvenile okay probably not tim and, and, and iron your damn shirt. What is it? That wrinkly? Okay, yes. Yeah. It's a, oh, it's whoops. <laughs> <laughs> We're definitely out of that one. <laughs> Whoopsie. Sorry. Anyhow, gosh, let me just finish this. Okay. So he had a profession that would recruit him money, mm. and at then when he went back to his uh, his owner uh, in Baltimore, he would have to relinquish all funds required. So he uh-huh. was six, seven dollars a week, which is big time money yeah. back then. That was that was how much slave owners paid for the clothing for a year for plantation slaves. Hmm. Uh, so seven dollars was a lot of money to them back then. Yeah. So he would give that all to his slave owner, and then his slave owner would skip uh, Frederick Douglass like twenty or thirty cents, which uh-huh. was a lot of money to a slave back yeah. then. Uh-huh. But Frederick Douglass said, I wish he had given me nothing mm. because by him giving me something, I knew in myself that that money he is taking was not his and that 30 cents was not rightfully his as well. And uh-huh. he knew it by giving it back to me, even though he thought he was uh. being kind. So it's the idea of knowing that there's inequality mm-hmm. and having to have that strife in your heart, knowing that this is just crazy BS. And I think, you know, with modern media now and things mm-hmm. like that, oh, yeah. you can't put the veil like we over anybody's about, eyes. We were yeah. talking about social media the other right. other week. Right. It's exactly like that. And it's not so much the covenant piece of it. I think there's true inequality. When people say, yo, this is stupid. Why is my water polluted in my city? Or mm. why can't my children go to a safe school? Mm. Or why aren't why isn't 202 finished? And I, you know what, what? I mean? What? The, the highway i oh, okay, got, okay. got really annoyed about that too today in a conversation the point is is that i think you know having that understanding that there's another alternative out mm-hmm. there and that you're getting the short end of a stick i think is, is, is i'm also um for everybody is honestly. yeah i'm also um what's the word convinced that that's a big reason why younger people are moving so far to the left like with you know the huge support for bernie sanders mm-hmm. less support for capitalism more open to socialism and other expansive um, welfare systems than they ever were before, I'm convinced a large 
portion of that is because of the internet. And like, if you go anywhere political on the internet, and mm. nowadays every like popular website is pretty international, right? There's right. different people commenting on it. There's they cover more international right, stories right, right, right. because it's a truly worldwide communication mm -hmm. system. Mm -hmm. So like, you you're very much aware of America's shortcomings as compared to like European countries oh, in yeah. terms of healthcare, oh, yeah. transportation, right. colleges and whatnot. Right. Like young people in the past before the internet were not so acutely aware of that. Mm -hmm. And especially young people, they're like active on the internet, mm -hmm. not just reading stuff, right. but involved in different communities and discussions. Right. Right, so right they're on, like right faced on. with that right. disparity, mm -hmm. you know, every day. And they very, they're very much more cognizant right. of it than they ever would have been before. And you know what? Back in the day, all the information you got about other worlds was written in a newspaper. And mm -hmm. if you couldn't read, tough luck, this is your life. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Not that way anymore. You know, the the powers that be can't just put the guys over our eyes anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. And regardless of whether you watch a certain news agency or not, you know, you Google something, people are becoming more educated. And that's what they never wanted us to happen to be. Mm -hmm. They don't want us to be educated. No. They want us to be pawns. Pawns and freaking worker bees mm -hmm. that just make their freaking honey so that they can make their freaking scones and whatever. Yeah, okay? Scones. You, know you know why teachers are so demonized within the, the general public? It's because those who have power want people who have the power of giving knowledge mm. to be downtrodden and taken out of the system because it's those individuals who teach. It's those individuals who have the, the gift of giving information to others are the key pins to changing the world. Because here's the thing. If you have mm. great teachers, mm -hmm. if you have great people of great intellect mm -hmm. giving the individuals who are of a lower socioeconomic status mm -hmm. than perhaps a certain other communities, and you give them the ability to teach their children properly, mm -hmm. those children being taught will be having the knowledge that they need to be able to see what we're saying and look and think introspectively so then they become voter bases that they can then overthrow the inequality that is going on. And that is why I think teachers are, are kicked in the teeth so often because why do we want to support these entities that will actually make the population smarter and have them question, wait, why am I sick and can't go to the hospital? Why doesn't my company pay for my health insurance? Why is my child having to go so much debt just so he wants to go to college? Mm. I don't know. I know it's a long stretch no, to think about it. No, that's way too fanciful. No, I, I don't think that's true I, I, at all. No, but I do think there's an attack on the education. And yeah, I think, but that's I think, just because... I think at the same time, too, there's an attack on intellectualism in America. Yeah, kind of. No, I believe that they don't want us to be smart. They don't want us to think. They want us to do what they want us uh -huh. to do, and that's it. And to me, honestly, that's the greatest sin of our generation generation okay. taking away the human rights that are given to a person that should be able to uh, have upward mobility that is a sin well sin. i don't think that's totally correct um there is a sense of anti-intellectualism i agree all around it's i mean that comes from both the left and the right i mean i think the left isn't free of its anti-intellectual strain but it's in diff it's in a different sense Fair enough. Um, Fair I think enough. that's a fanciful interpretation. I think the, you know, political um, assault on teachers is just more about, you know, the public education is a huge, huge system that's not in private hands. So right, that's right. a lot of money that rich people could be making owning schools that they're not right now. <laughs> so they just want to kick teachers in the teeth, as you said, just to, like, you know, get political support going to privatize the public school system. So instead of, you know, no one, no rich person making money but off schools, let's be fair too. they can start making money. Be, I, I think that's the reason. I, I, I think I, I your interpretation think, I doesn't... I, I just don't think they want, to, they want to educate poor children properly. I, I, well, okay. That, no, okay. What does that mean, though? They don't want to educate poor children. How are poor children being properly, more... Properly. How are they being more poorly? 
overly educated? How are they not being educated? It's, I think properly? it's statistically proven that those who live in lower income yeah, for areas sure, but do what? not get this do not get the same amount of funding for their schools. One would argue, well, then the tax mm, the base per is capita, too low. the per capita. In general, per capita funding for poor districts is fine, honestly. Like, it's not Infrastructure, of the needs that are there. There are more needs that are cost are more cost uh, uh, prohibitive in rural or uh, urban areas okay, than like there what, are in a like nice what? little suburb of mental health, poverty, food, yeah, but, parent yeah, support. That's, that's so there is yeah, the so par- yeah, parent support. No, no, you're right. No, no, that's no, something I, totally I, different well, from what I, you're well, talking what about. Saying, what I'm saying is you need to make sure that all that stuff is taken care of in a community to make sure it's successful. Because here's the thing. If you privatize everything and make uh-huh. it into just some stupid little charter school system or mm-hmm. whatever you want to do, it's not going to hurt the – it's not going to help the institutional issues within those districts. There is such a high turnover rate in rural, urban areas, not for teaching – not just for teaching positions but also administrative positions. Why is yeah, that? Yeah, because the, – Why is that? Because the conditions are bad because the environment isn't as good. So – Because parents are less involved. That doesn't have anything to do with some rich person saying we don't want these kids learning I, well, something. Here's the that thing. has nothing to do with issue, it at all. If there was an issue within the community – They're, they're totally, totally If different. there was an issue within the community that they were in, they would want – they would spearhead it to begin but with. It's it's not going to be an issue because because the, why because the parenting is better. No, the parenting is not necessarily oh, better. Oh, please don't the parenting don't, is not don't. Necessarily, no, 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 no. Listen, just, just hear me out. Just hear me out. It's easy for us to say it's the parents' fault. It's the parents' fault. It's the parents' fault. But what is really going on in those housing situations? Uh-huh. A parent who doesn't – we discussed this yes last week. If a parent has a two-parent household and one parent's working, the other one's staying home, those kids have that one parent home to be able to take care of the school stuff. Mm-hmm. If you have a two-parent household and two parents are working, there isn't enough time. Lots of upper-middle class – People have both parents working a whole heck of a lot. You're well, you're no, really no, no, conflating no, no, no. issues not, here. That's not. I'm not. But then, so what? They have the ability to then afford uh-huh. to have their kids go to places in which they can need that help for. I uh, I, I, just, yeah, I just I think you're conflating. I'm not issues. conflating the issue. I just think that there's an inequality in education in America, and that it's not being addressed properly. And I think it is a subservient way in which people want to make sure that the lower or lower middle class is not being educated to a degree in which would make them pos- prosper. No, I don't think I, that's I think, on I think point it's at complete. all. I want. I think they want us to be dumb. Little peeps, little little freaking ants, and be done with it. They don't want us to be smart. They don't want us to think. Who's they? Who's they? They say. Yeah, but I mean, schools don't. They're they're not even really set up to really teach people to think. And I mean, <sighs> they can't be. Well, we're gonna have to definitely address this in another podcast. So what's mm. the point of education? Yeah, we should have a special episode. Just we just, should do that. That's a great I idea. I think it's a great. We're idea. gonna do it. Speaking about inequality and the government not taking care of those who are lesser needed, a lot mm. of things are going. You like that segue? Mm. Well, a lot of things are going on in the healthcare uh, uh-huh. sector of the world. The Senate has now been making the bill, and Tim, they I think you want it. to talk about this. Okay, yeah. So, well, we we know what's in the bill. So basically, what's happening is um, the subsidies are cut. Um, first of all, so how Obamacare worked is depending on your income, you would get a certain subsidy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the uh, amount of that subsidy was benchmarked to how much it would cost you to get a certain type of plan. Correct. Under Obamacare, that certain type of plan had to have an actual actuarial value of 70%, okay. which means on average it would cover about 70% of your bills. Okay. So that benchmark has been changed. Now you get a subsidy that's enough to buy you a plan that has an actuarial value of 58%. Okay. Very significant cut, right? Right. Also, the big thing about this is it phases out the Medicaid expansion, uh. which is huge. And honestly, like the... I don't want to say the only good thing. The big bulk of what made Obamacare worthwhile right. was the Medicaid right. expansion. Right. So this cuts this this um cuts it out. 
it phases out the expansion in the first place. Mm-hmm. Even beyond just the expansion, it changes how Medicaid is funded. Right, um, right. You know, the Republicans, they've been wanting to uh, cut Medicaid for a while now. Mm-hmm. So how this bill does it, I believe states are going to be given an option. Mm-hmm. They have two options. They can get what's known as a block grant, mm-hmm. which is a lump sum payment. Okay, so right now, Medicaid is funded jointly by the state government and the federal government. The federal government um, pledges to fund a certain percentage of each person's medical bills Mm -hmm. without a cap. Right. Okay. So the block grants, that idea is, it's going to be different depending on state, but the idea is they're going to get a big lump sum payment and basically, here's your money, use it how you want. Okay. The so second option then. The second option is, is just to kill all the poor people. Make That's sure the they third don't option. have. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Mississippi has said they want that one. Um, now they're going to shout out to our fans <laughs> of Mississippi. Yeah, now they're wonderful state, wonderful people. We after, love you. After that one, they'll have a nice population of about 15. Um, <laughs> The other is a per capita cap, which means it continues the government. The federal government still pledges to fund a certain percentage of a person's bill, but they'll only fund the bill up to a certain amount of money. Whereas right now, there's like no cap. They'll fund it per capita as much as needed. So that's going to cut Medicaid by like $800 billion or something, something huge like that. Oh, my God. Then afterwards, they change. Um, God, so right this now, country. Yeah. And then they're going to start changing... Um, like the definition of a human yeah uh, so, so and, now and, and, it's and, and, only going to be white people who are above who are you have to be above five foot ten that's actually the one part i agree with i, I swear you have to, to god. be above five I foot ten i swear to god this i just it just you know it's that's the one part i agree it's with. so sad it's just what else do they do oh they um so right now under obamacare um old people can only be char- so there's a difference medical insurance plans charge you different rates depending on your age right, right. Right now, under Obamacare, you can only charge the oldest group three times more than you can charge the youngest group. Mm-hmm. That changes. Now you can charge the oldest group five times more than the youngest group, which isn't quite the worst thing because the biggest problem in having a private insurance company yeah. is that you need a lot of young, healthy people to subsidize the old people who actually need the care. The idea is hopefully this will actually lower prices for the young so that more sign up so that you have a more healthy pool of in, of um, insurance customers which is actually needed mm-hmm. but it's not that can't work privately to the only way you can possibly get that is universal health care yeah and that's, so the way, that's and I, think, I think that's the way no that's the way it should be though i think honestly if we want to do this right just make sure everyone's insured yeah. i just i don't i mean i don't know i don't know a person i don't know i mean i don't know i guess what i'm trying to say is this Given, the, I just think sometimes people are against these ideas of helping out a large majority of people uh-huh. because they've never experienced what it is like to yeah. be on the other side. Yeah, so and I think, yeah. and, but here's the thing: I've never experienced an individual. I've never experienced. Thank goodness, I've never experienced a death of a mm. close family member or friend. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm at my age, and I have experienced that is a, is a miracle, uh-huh. honestly. And I'm very fortunate, but that doesn't necessarily mean I won't. I can't understand, to, not maybe in an empathetic, empath, uh, empathetical way, because mm. empathetic, uh, being having empathy means you've related to that feeling because you've had that feeling before. Sympathy, Sympathetic though, means you can at least feel for the person yeah, who is experiencing. I, 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 I am sorry for your loss, right? That doesn't mean I need to have to have that loss. So that's uh-huh. my question: is why can't individual? I just maybe it's because I am an empath in, in, mm. in character. You're an empath, like Doctor Troy. 
Who's Dr. Troy? From uh, Oh God, that, <laughs> you're an empath. So this was that our first Star Trek reference of the podcast. Oh man, I think that be. I think that was the we first Star. Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, Tim and I have some stories to tell you about Star Trek and us. Mostly involving eating peach and watching Star Trek. Yeah, that's, that's pretty really much the story. The story. <laughs> <laughs> Those are good times, my friend. Yeah, man. I love that. And you know, it's funny that that very property is right across the street, right now where uh-huh. we live, and that where we are currently. Yep, we're looking filming. at it right now. Yeah, it's, a lot it's, of peach eating and Star Trek watching <laughs> went down. It's an uh, exciting time. You know, it's interesting when we talked about this uh, health care bill passing in the Congress uh-huh. um, or the House, rather. Hmm. You said. Well, it's all for. Oh, I said it's all for bravado, and it probably won't pass anything in the Senate. Yeah, but here we are. So here's what I here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. We are in. This is it. Hmm. We need to tell our constituents. I mean, excuse me, our, our representatives. We are the constituents that if you don't agree with this health care bill, you are everyone listening. Everybody listening in in our podcast. Everybody from Norristown. Everybody from Norristown. Ann Harbor, Mississippi. Everyone from Ooh. Philly. You know, everybody from Hybrid, India, and Haleysville, Pennsylvania, Stroudsburg, PA, Mountain View, California, Olympia, Phoenixville, Exton, Newtown, Newtown Square, Castle, oh, and Square. Listen, everyone is out there. Listen to us. I'm telling you, we have the power to tell our our our, our, our representatives that this is not what we want. This is not what's supposed to be, okay? If you truly in your heart think that people who are sick should be able to see a doctor and not have to go in lifetimes worth of debt to see one, go out there and tell them. Call them. Look it up. Who's your representative? Because I guarantee you, this is this is a national or an international podcast, ladies and mm, gentlemen. It is. It is, it is. And I just think that if we want to make the world a better place, you have to say something, you know? And I think, I hope that at least Tim and I have given you another perspective into looking at this topic. Hmm. You know, whether you agree or disagree with everything we talk about here, given my hairstyle technique and Timmy's wrinkling, uh, <laughs> you, you bought some it. really nice shoes, get, by the way. You like those it? Are, you like are, them that much? Those are some good polos, man. All right, all right, all right. All right. It's all that, this it's all, shirt it's isn't all that, that It's all that. Okay, I'm just busting your chops. It's all f- that podcast money, right? Yeah, all this, right. We're buying all these podcasts. All, pa- <laughs> all that Patreon dough. <laughs> that, this is where it goes. Actually, it goes to the hosting piece of this broadcast. Um but no, honestly, everybody, please, I, I think it's in the best interest of the nation that we as people within the country to, to say what we believe. Mm. And, and, and even if it's counter to what we think, if you really think the health care bill is all that great, well, good for you guys. Yeah. But I think and Trump, of course, he, he supported every, every iteration of this bill, even a, though every single disgusting. time it's done the Absolutely. exact uh, Absolutely the, disgusting. On the campaign trail, he always said, I'm the one Republican who's not going to cut these services. I want to cover everyone. You're going to get better coverage paying less money. It's in, it's indisputable that this bill gives you worse coverage for America. paying more money. God bless that's, America. That's indisputable. God bless America. And there's another thing I was going to say about him. I forget. He sucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So um, I think that's, that, that puts it pretty much point blank. I'll say this, though. As much as we jibe hmm. Hillary Clinton on this podcast, uh-huh. she did make one very good uh, quip, which I'm sure uh-huh. she didn't make up. She probably paid some stooge the ready yeah. for her. <laughs> she said, if this health care bill is passed, mm-hmm. forget about the death panels. And that was the big critique about uh-huh. Obamacare's yeah. uh, health care bill, happened. which never happened, by the way. Forget about the death panels. This is Hillary Clinton speaking. The Republican Party will then now be known after the passing of this health care bill as the death party. Well, they've always been the death party. <laughs> I mean, the, the Democrats have too, to, to be fair. It's like, okay, it's either cutting your health care or going to war. So, or the death penalty. So one way or another, they're the death party. 
Oh, I read a very interesting article <laughs> oh about um, about the death penalty on the way over here. Yeah, what was that? Framing it as a continuation of um, lynching from the 1800s into the early 1900s. Go on. Because, you know, um, obviously in the South, post-slavery, there was, you know, a lot of, I guess you would call it, very racist vigilante justice against the black community through extensive uses of lynching, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that kind of... Uh, that was, like, clamped down on right. by the southern states right. by, like, converting it into, like, a very—and this is a funny expression I'm going to use—a very liberal uh, a very liberal death penalty policy. Right, right. Very open. Very, very open, open. Very open. Very easy to get black people convicted and sentenced to the death penalty is I've what heard I of mean. this, yeah. I've heard and of that. And the yeah. northern states, the federal government, right. tried to pass various legislations in, you know, the early 90s type area right, right, right. to, like, stop southern that, states that, from really that doing crazy this. crazy stuff, yeah. Yeah, and making them be more uh, sane yeah. <laughs> about their application of the <laughs> yeah. death penalty. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, this had, you know, huge popular backlash among the southern states. Yeah. And this article hypothesized that, like, Especially in the 90s, the death penalty was a big um, mm-hmm. political issue yeah. where you have the northern states wanting to get rid of it. Right. And it was a very like populist right. issue in the southern right. states. Right. we got to maintain right. the death penalty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the hypothesis of this article right. is that's linked right. directly to the um, use of the death penalty to be like, that's I an, guess, whitewashing lynching. Right. That's an interesting, very interesting perspective. You know, it's, uh, I've had a conversation uh, with a guy today while waiting at Pet Boys to get the car mm. fixed um, about about America. Because after, mm. after I read Fre- Narrative of Frederick Douglass... Um, America was on your mind? You know, I, I, again, I, I'll say this, ladies and gentlemen, the, life is a learning process. Learning mm. never ends. Learning is a lifelong initiative. And mm. I, and I think and I you know I have I, I have a firm belief that reading is truly the key to that process. And then listening and talking in discourse of of mm. sorts. And and again as I I've read plenty in my life and the narrative of Frederick Douglass is not one of them that I've read. I've read I've read excerpts but never the whole thing. Uh-huh. And I just started really thinking about just America in general. And you know, the Civil War was no more less than no more than 200 years ago in 1860, you know, yeah. what I'm saying? Uh th- that it was well less than 200 yeah, of, of years course, ago. right. No, no not question. Yeah. And then uh the Civil Rights Movement was a was a was a, you know, in the 1960s. 1960s. You know, 100 What's years after that. in the 26s. That's my question. I think and I, I'm a firm believer, believer of cycles, Alien economics. <laughs> yeah, of course. But I, I think this is what's this is my predictor. Okay, you can quote me in 19, in, in 2060 whether or not I'm right or not. I think there's a tumult going on in America right mm, now. Tumult. Okay, I'm not trying to be uh, hyperbolous. I'm uh-huh. not trying to be the the sky is darking and yeah. we are all going to gloom and doom. Y2K, right? Uh-huh. I'm not trying to do that. What I'm saying is this. If the economic divide that's going on in this country, not just with individuals who are not white, or it's just 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 classist divide. There's more mm. economic divide in America than it has been in generations. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. It's ludicrous. If this is not quelled, if this is not taken care of, what's going to happen? I, I think there will New be a civil war. No, I don't think there's going to be necessarily a civil war, uh-huh. but there will be a movement. Yeah. Okay. You, the, the rumblings are here. You saw the support for Bernie Sanders. In the right context, that would have been the initiative for America, and things would have possibly have changed. But he will be looked back in history, in my firm belief, okay, of the starting of something big. And that big thing, I don't know what the name will be called, Tim. I do not mm. know. But I will say this. I am going to fight for the rest of my life to mm. get these to happen, to get uh-huh. the rights that we need to be getting back from this, 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 this serfdomness of oh, wow. student loan debt and uh-huh. all these other things. Like I'm fortunate in the sense that I've had things 
things given to me in the sense of of uh, I mean e- even the fact that I was able to have a car after mm. college you know what I mean like was crazy it was a 1999 Ford Taurus ladies and gentlemen yeah. the one we talked about <laughs> but at least it was something uh-huh. right and that's more than some people get like me yeah I like you Tim I'm gonna kill you in the class war, I, I, just, I just want that Ford Taurus <laughs> so bad <laughs> you're gonna get it but the point I'm trying to make is this I I, I think I think just just hearing from Frederick Douglass's words, and of course, it's, I'm not paralleling the strifes that you know individuals are doing today compared to what he had, mm. but it's still understanding of there is something wrong in America, mm. and we need to open our eyes to see that this needs to be taken care of. You know what I mean? In, in a democratic, you know, initiative initiative way. There's that we have a power as the people to be able to do these things, and I honestly feel that if we just I, we have been reluctant to do anything the, the, in the since I think the '60s. I don't think there was much young movements in the '70s yeah. and the '80s and '90s. No. Okay. I think there's a resurgence in that because we're so ticked off. We call they call us the the generation of the of the what haven't you done for me lately? The, uh-huh. the, these 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 millennials. And I hate I hate it's I just hate generational I that. hate generational divides. Like that, that that argument has been used since the dawn of uh-huh. man. Yeah. Trying to trying to it's just another way in which the bourgeoisie is trying to separate people. Is saying actually because you're of a different age. That means you have different wants and needs. Mm. No, 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 no. Let's not do that. They've done that with race already. They've already done that with professions already. They've done that with sexuality and gender. Let's not do it with this. No more guildism. No more guild. Yeah, exactly. No more guildism. No. We need to understand that our parents are also suffering in their own ways. Okay, the majority of ours are. Okay, with their retirements, with 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 the, how much their houses were worth for the past ten years, and we are also, or, or, or they weren't even able to afford it because they got they conv- got got kicked mm. out, or what have you. Well, really, the major problem is that houses are being worth more. That's that's the major. Problem. Well, now they're going, they're going up, but the they point should I'm trying go to make down. is this. They should the, go way the, down. The way, the way I'm trying, to, what I'm trying to point out is this in general, okay? Mm. We all are going through something, but we need to start going together and telling everybody that this is not the way it's supposed to be, mm. okay? I just, to me, I just feel like it's just not fair. All it's right. just not fair. So when the and And the damn healthcare bill is doing the same stuff all over again, yeah. and I'm sick of it. David, in the, I'm com- sick of it. in the communist revolution, you can be my lieutenant. I don't want to be a, can we just, I don't know, just, You'd be a good lieutenant. I push some pretty good papers. I will say that. That's right. You can be I, pushing I, them I, papers, man. I do. I do some good paper pushing. Nice. Um, on lighter news. Hmm. Lighter news. I'm trying. Lighter to, news. And it was a little. I got. I got a little riled up. Um, I don't hot. know. If you got we, a little hot right there. Got a little hot. Oh, by the way, I'm sorry. Ann Harbor, Michigan, not Mississippi. Uh, um, my my Ann apologies. Ann Harbor, Mississippi. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I wonder my if it exists. Uh, maybe. Hmm. Uh, it's Wawa Hoagie Fest. Ooh, yeah? Yeah. Nice. I love Wawa Hokey Fest. I don't know if any of our listeners know what a Wawa is. Um, Tim, could you in your most eloquent... It's just a... <laughs> okay. Tim, in your most eloquent of, uh, of abilities, when I would ask, what is a Wawa? Well, how would you tell me what a Wawa is? It's a convenience is? store. Thanks, Tim. Appreciate it. I'm glad that we had this conversation. You're welcome. It's the best convenience store. It's pretty good. It is... Okay, yeah, it's the best convenience Thank store. Thank you. I mean, like, All right. Compared to the competition, yeah, it's the best. Seven Eleven sheets. You guys who love sheets out there, nah, tell me that sheets is better. I don't want to get out. Get don't sheets coffee. Hello, David. David, well, don't acknowledge such people. Okay, fair Let's enough. Forget, forget fair about enough. it. Right, okay, fair, anyway, fair. like I mean, yeah, they're pretty good. I mean, their hoagies are decent. Decent. Do you call them? Do you call them subs? You call no, them they're hoagies. Damn right, yeah. they're hoagies. I mean, they're better than what you'll get at like Seven Eleven. Oh heck, okay. I couldn't even imagine you know, eating back, prepared they were, food. They were at better 7-11. back in the day. Like back in the day, they would like slice the hoagie, you oh, know, yeah. like freshly made de- from the deli. Oh, man. Now it's all like it's more like a Subway now. Uh, I'd say so. Good, Subway. I'll, I'll give Subway this. Like they, there's they, a great deli by my work, work that I often go to for lunch. 
like they're still old school. They got the deli when you order a sandwich. Oh, it's not I love pre-made. sandwiches. They bring out, you know, the big chunk of meat. They right. put it on the slicer. Right. They like oh, make it all fresh meat. like that. Oh, my God. So I like a good sandwich. Wawa used to do it like that. They I don't, don't anymore. It is the thing. I know there are some sandwich snobs out there. Like, how mm. dare you put that on an Italian hoagie? But to me, you know what? I like pickles. Pickles? I like pickles and mayo. Huh. And I like bacon. Bacon, on, bacon on an Italian I hoagie. I think bacon on anything is good. Dude, I love bacon. I love ba- I, I Timmy, know. You and I, you know this. You, we, Tim and I once bought a two-pound bag Yo, of bacon and just ate it all. Like, I just, <laughs> no. I, 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 this, After we drank a lot at your house? No, I think we were just drinking, Um, uh, uh, what was it called? No, no, we drank a lot that night. Then the next morning, we, oh, we yeah. made all ugh, that bacon. Ugh, <laughs> ugh. God, that was a bad idea, actually. I remember that digestive issue back yeah. there. Oh, God. Um, so yeah, that so Wawa Hoagie Fest is up, and that means it's five dollars for a twelve or ten inch hoagie. Hmm. So I'm actually happy about. It. I've been right. I'm eating a lot of hoagies lately, and it's killing my diet, killing killing it. Yeah, killing there's it. a lot of calories in those. It's things. just, but they're so gosh darn good. Well, if you just like eat one meal a day and make it a hoagie, you can do that. I don't recommend eating one meal a day and making a hoagie, Tim. That's probably a good idea. No, it's probably you're terrible. To lose weight. No, but that's not the. <laughs> Tim, that's not the way to lose weight. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Just because you read it on the internet for dietary... No, 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 no. It's not if you can't stick to it. But if you can stick to... Well, you should eat more than just one hoagie. Yeah. Maybe like... That's exactly what I just said, Tim. one and a half. (laughs) That's probably... Probably not two. Depends on what you put in it. Oh, my God, Tim. What am I going to do with you? I swear to God. Don't raise those eyebrows (laughs) at me, you you lunatic. You crazy. Uh, So... I was also um, looking into the news. It was kind of perturbing. Um, yeah, about the noise. Huh? A perturbance? A perturbance. I don't think that's a word. Yeah, it is. What does it mean? Perturbance. It, Something it? that's perturbing. Thanks, Tim. Uh, so I was. Uh, we, did you heard about the the tourist got killed in North Korea? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I've always said I've wanted to go to North Korea just for the sheer, I guess. Yeah, adventure I wouldn't it. recommend no, it. No, don't no. do it. I, and I'm an adventurous man. I will. I'm not that adventurous. Okay, I'm not, I'm I'm an individual that likes to travel, Timothy. Uh-huh. And the point is that I always thought of that as something I, I would love to do. When they opened don't, up, don't do it. obviously not. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you heard of this. There's a long story short. Um, I guess a very well, fairly well to do off white guy went to from I think University of Virginia, actually, no idea, or Jefferson State College or something. I, I don't know. He went to um, I guess North Korea, and as a tourist. Uh, stole something from the hotel, like we all oh, do. Oh, really? Like we all do. Hmm. And they said, "Oh, you're against the government." Blah blah blah. And uh, you know, unfairly j- in- imprison him for a couple years. Hmm. Bring him back to the United States like a month ago. Kid was in a coma or something. Mm-hmm. Died like this week. And we think that he was mal, you know, treated by the North Korean government. You would think so. Obviously, strong uh, evidence. Uh, they said there was like a neurological issue, like something with his brain, and they mm. said it was due to botulism. Hmm. But there's no evidence of it. Yeah, right. Yeah. There's no evidence of it. Uh, they think pro- he kid probably got hit hard in the head. Yeah, and then something got loose, and then there we are. Uh-huh. And it's a, it's a bitter shame. I feel so sorry for the family uh, to to have dealt with such things. And I just, you know, if anything that. <sighs> If anything I could say about Donald, Donald Trump is this, and I'm not one to bang the the, the drums of war, if I may mm. quote Pocahontas. Or, uh, <laughs> Man, I know, right? Now we now we play the drums of war. It's a great movie, though. Some God, high, I loved I loved uh, some high class references. Okay, but you that, that 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 song. Um, Have you ever heard the wolf cry? Yeah, it's a decent song. Beautiful, absolutely. I love playing the song. The point mm. is, is that um. 
Uh, not that I'm a warmonger, but hmm. yeah, you know, screw North Korea. I'm done. I'm. D- it's been over 50 years of this garbage. Yeah. I'm done you know, with they're it. Almost, they're very close to being the longest-lasting communist state ever. The core <laughs> of the Soviet Union, Russia, and Ukraine lasted 74 years under communist how many, rule. How many years we got left with the North Koreans? They got 72. They got two years left. All right, I'll get Trump. Trump's got to wait three years. <laughs> then he can go ahead. Because then he said, I stopped the longest communist regime in history. He's probably thinking isn't that. that. Isn't that kind of <laughs> like, that's that's a resume builder. Yeah. So, uh, For his so, next job. So, uh, Mr. Trump, uh, why do you think you'd be a good manager at Kinko's? <laughs> well, you see, sir. <laughs> I built the wall. Stopped the str- longest lasting communist regime of all time. <laughs> Cut millions of people from healthcare, and, and I won. And I won. And I have the, a sense of urgency. And, and I and I won the Tim and Dave Show podcast ten dollar gift card giveaway. Well, right? Yo, Trump won that. Yeah, man, he got it. He did leave a good comment. He did. He's no like, one else saw it. He private messaged it to <laughs> us, but, but it was a good comment. It was uh, was very flattering. Speaking of which, mm. so the ten dollar Tim and Dave Show podcast giveaway has ended, and we had. People, several, several people, a multiplicity of people comment on our Facebook page for us to choose who will be the winner. Mm. So, Tim, I'm going to mix up the names of all these people. Yo, this, yo, where do you, where do you, where do you get a bowl this big? So many names in here. I mean, there's so many names. uh, Oh, man. Oh, man. Like, I got to reach down and do it. All right. So you hear that? That's all the paper. That's what paper sounds like. Wow. Okay. Uh, so the winner of the Tim and Dave Show podcast $10 gift card premium. Who is it? Who is it? Selected giveaway extraordinaire 2017. Bernie Sanders is. Oh, my Man. God. Crazy. What luck to win out of all those names. <laughs> Anna, thank you so much for your uh, interest in the podcast. We appreciate everything that you do as far as supporting us and our and our and uh, our endeavors here, mm. uh, as well as all of our fans. We yes. we appreciate it, and especially uh, those from Ann Arbor, Mississippi. Yes, they're the best of all. <laughs> Um, so thank you for your participation. We will be in contact with you to uh, deliver the gift card of uh, unknown origin. Mm-hmm. And unknown <laughs> <laughs> origin. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for your support. We really do appreciate all of the kind words and sentiments that you have. Did you read her comment, by the way? Yeah, she loves you. Really? You didn't read the comment. You're uh, terrible. So, well, Tim, it's been a pleasure having you over today. As always. And uh, it was it was a heated topic. It was a heated mm, debate today. We got but hot. I, we we got hot. We got, got hot. Steamy in here. Uh, thank you all, everybody, <laughs> who are our listeners. We appreciate all your support. Uh, if you can tell a friend, that's the best way to get the word out. We tell a friend. Tell everyone. Tell everybody. Post it. Write it yeah. on the walls. We have a goal. We have a goal for mm. the month of July coming up. That's our goal. Our goal is to have our. Facebook page, mm-hmm. get up to at least 50, 50. followers. Oh, we're at 28 right now. Our okay, podcast okay. has reached the 400 views mark hey. of all the plays. So right. I think we should all give you ourselves a pat on the back. Thank you so much. We could not have done this without you. And we really want to say thank you to our listeners. Honestly, like 
we really do appreciate just the kind words and support that you give, and it's 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 just fun. It's fun hearing feedback too. Yes, you know what I mean? It's great hearing feedback. I, I, we love it. We absolutely do. If you want us to talk about something, say so. so have a comment. I would love to hear it. We're you know? always trying to think of topics. Well, no, we're not. We're always thinking about topics. I just Correct. think that it's just one of those things where we're just always going to talk about something. Yeah. Because we're just we, our brains never shut up. <laughs> the noises, the, the voices, <laughs> I can't get them out. We shouldn't quibble over such things. But anyways, the point is, thank you so much for your support. You can catch us on iTunes. We're on Google Play. We're on FM Play. Uh, we are also uh, having our uh, Patreon account, which is uh, the Tim and Dave Show podcast, where if you feel as if you can donate a dollar, that'd be awesome. Again, for the hosting fees and Tim's polo shoes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. <laughs> no, we're joking about the polo shoes. No, we're not. Uh, <laughs> and and, um, but yes, please, if you could, we already have a couple donators and we are extraordinarily appreciative of everything that you guys do for us. Uh, so yeah, thank you so much for everybody for listening. Yep. This is Tim and this is Dave and this is Tim and Dave. Take care everyone. Yeah. I just, I just, I just think sometimes, you know, the, you gotta just do your thing with the polo shoes. Yeah. Dude. I'm ready.